Top of the Top, episode 229, Stash House Podcast. Your boy Tyler checking in. First time listeners, thank y'all for tuning in. If you tune in, weekly salute. And just an episode, so some topics you may want to hear about. Salute to you as well. Podcasts available on all podcast streaming platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. So go out, subscribe, put your people on, leave comments, reviews. All greatly, greatly appreciated. Hope everyone had a safe week, a safe weekend. Continue to do the same this upcoming week. No other place for me to start this week. New music, Drake for All the Dolls album, 23 records, features. We got Tizo Touchdown, 21 Savage, J. Cole, Yeet, SZA, Party Next Door, Chief Keith Sosa, Bad Bunny, Sexy Red, and Lil Yachty. Now, I'm sure it's been a lot of dialogue already about this album over the weekend, whether in your group chats on the timelines, different podcasts, a lot of stuff being said about this album. It is a major release. He is one of those artists when he dropped. A lot of people have discussions about it, so my job is to come in here, give a different perspective, I guess. Like I always say, thank y'all for tuning in because what can I say that really hasn't already been said? And I didn't want to start with, well, I like this album or I don't like this album. Where I want to start with, the price of consistency. The price you pay for being consistent for so long. Drake came on my radar in 2008, 2009. So far gone era. So from then till now in 2023, he's consistently put out an album for his fans. Whether it's an original album, a mixtape that turned into an album, a collab album, an album full of old leaks, whatever the case may be, he's kept his fan base fed. That's one thing you cannot take away from him. And on top of that, he has every accolade you could want as an artist. Number one songs, albums, sold-out tours. He's accomplished a lot of things in his career, and we was able to witness it. So I got to put some respect on that. But the thing about being consistent for so long, it's a major word we use nowadays, consistent, stay consistent, watching different interviews of billionaires, millionaires, self-made entrepreneurs, Whatever the case may be, we all work a job. We got to stay consistent going to our job. Whatever the case may be, creative field, you got to stay consistent. That's the main word. That's probably the word of the damn past five years, I feel like, consistent. But do a lot of people really know what it takes to be consistent? Not to put myself in this scenario, but around Halloween, I would be doing podcasts for five years. Did I think I'd be going this long? I really can't say yes or no. But nonetheless, five years this month for me doing podcasts. During that time period, I used to wrap my head about being consistent and finding new ways for people to just click play. Whether it was bringing in people to have conversations, the topics I choose to talk about, the presentation of the podcast, whatever the case may be, a lot of stuff goes, in, goes into staying consistent. So you got to keep the creative juices flowing. And that's what I'm going into with this album, For All The Dogs. It's clear, creative-wise, of course, you can go in the booth, Forty give you a great beat, you make a song out of it, I understand all that. But at this point of his career, should I look for Drake to be that guy to still not only have that hunger, but to be the one to just switch things up a little bit? And what I mean by that, if you were to tell Drake, you're gonna, you're gonna, you can drop a 23-song album. Ten of those songs are going to be in the top ten. You're going to have another number one record 
which is about to break Michael Jackson's record. All records are meant to be broken, too, by the way. But to say we was alive for the guy who got more number ones than Mike, all records are meant to be broken. We saw it with LeBron James with the scoring title. We've seen it. Steph Curry, three-point. You know what I'm saying? We've seen records be broken, and we like, dang, how long that record been going on? Shit, wrestling world, Roman Reigns world. You know what I'm saying? We've seen records be broken like the past three years in like major sporting events. So Drake doing this, congratulations, salute. So he's accomplished a lot. He don't got to put another album out, honestly. But with this album, it was one song on this album where I saw it and I was like, Drake, it's time to take a break. And I say take a break, I'm talking about two years, no features, no interviews, no social media, no songs, no videos. Stay in your house. You got a movie theater. You got a basketball court. Man, enjoy the fruits of your labor, man. You fed, you fed your fans enough. And this coming from a person who some albums I like, some I was just cool with, and some I didn't really care for. And I still believe he's fed us very, very well. So I can imagine somebody who loves all the albums. They got enough. They got enough. And I'm not even saying take a break because this album wasn't as up to par or whatever. I'm just saying enjoy your success, man. Enjoy. Just came off a world tour, sold out. Relax. Relax, man. You, you've, you've accomplished. You did it all. Relax, man. I can tell it on this album. It's not there, man. It's songs I like on here. It's a Drake album. It's not a collab album. A Drake album is going to be songs I like. But overall, man, the rapping, the bars ain't there like they used to be. Shit, the singing. I'm talking about just strictly the singing, the way your voice sounds when you sing. It's like, come on, man. Come on. I can tell. We've seen Drake still show up and show out, but with this album... It just felt like the songs I like, it's like, okay, I like the song. It wasn't nothing groundbreaking. It wasn't he's riding the wave instead of being that guy that he is to where he can shift things up real quick. He can shake it up a little bit. You're going to name the song Virginia Beach. Automatically, you know, okay, people are going to talk. That's the thing. He know whatever he does, people are going to talk. But, I mean, when you got that kind of power, I mean, at this point, do you go along with it or do you just be like, hey, man, y'all can relax a little bit. You name the song Virginia Beach, people automatically assume that's something that pushes to you. You press play on Virginia Beach, he's singing his heart out. And it's like, okay, I understand. You're getting people talking. They're going to say, ooh, Virginia Beach. I understand it. I understand it, but, I mean, it is what it is. That's just the game we in. But the price you pay for being consistent, a lot of work goes into it. So I got to I gotta salute him on that. Whether I love the albums, like them, don't like them, he's fed his fans. And this coming from a person who had to wait five years for Kendrick. <laughs> not everybody can be Kendrick. Not everybody can be J. Cole. Shit, not everybody can be Drake. I just talked about it with Nas and Hitboy. They dropped six albums in three years. It just all depends. You know, some, maybe he just like making music and seeing the excitement on his fans' face that he's dropping an album. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's contract stuff. Maybe he got to drop as consistent as he do. But for me, being a consumer... I think we'll be good without Drake for a good minute, man. Enjoy your success. If anything, enjoy your success. Come back to the table with your OVO people. Figure out what the scene like, whether you like what's going on in the current scene, or you just want to bring new sounds and bring new waves. So that's my thought on that. Now, to talk about the songs I like, first, Amen, featuring Tizo Touchdown. 
this feature with Tizo is more of an alley oop for me to check out his music rather than the feature on Travis Scott album. So eventually I may get around to it. First Person Shooter featuring J. Cole. This is the song where I was saying it was one song in this album that made me, that kind of confirmed that Drake needs to take a break. First Person Shooter featuring J. Cole. We finally got another collab. We got In the Morning, Jodeci Freestyle, and now this. And I just find it crazy that on this song with Cole, first verse, Drake said, I'm out to date with a girl. She's saying, who the goat, who the goat? And ends up saying, it's you and Cole. And in Cole's second verse, Cole said, yeah, me, K-Dot, and Drizzy, we the big three. We started our own league. But out of us three, I'm the Muhammad Ali of the group. <laughs> okay? And then Drake come back on the third verse with a Tay Keith beat switch up. I got Nadine, Pauline, Christine, Shardine, Claudine. As the old saying goes, there's a time and place for everything. I don't think this verse was the time and place for that. J. Cole just said, yeah, out of us three, you just said it was me and Cole. And Cole looking like, it ain't both of us. I'm the Muhammad Ali of the group. Let's get it. Let's get things straight. So just hearing that, seeing that the battle was right there, like I said last week, I just talked about J. Cole last week. Feature run, another one. <laughs> I just talked about it last week. It don't got to be no beef. It don't got to be no animosity. It's just some lyrical exercise going on. So that's the one song. I'm like, yeah, Drake. The bars ain't barring like they used to, dog. You got J. Cole is right there. Y'all was in the studio together, apparently, when y'all made this. You heard what he said. You can't come back with, I got Nadine, Pauline, Christine, Shardine, Pauline. Come on, man. Time and place for everything. But I do like that song. Next song I like, I Don't Give a Fuck featuring Yeet. <laughs> yes, I do like that song. I keep a wild card. When I was a senior in high school, I liked Lil B. Fast forward, Troy. I was up on Playboy Cardi and Uzi early. I like to keep one of those, what they call it, guilty pleasure type of artists. To where you listen to them, but you're like, I don't know why I like this. I just like it. Sonically, I just like it. And not to say I'm up on Yeet music. I like I like about three, four Yeet songs. But I like what he did on this. I don't be giving no fucks. Uh, I go wherever I want. I do whatever I want. I count the money for fun. <laughs> I like it. I mean, what you gonna do? I like it. Next song, probably my favorite song on the album, 7969 Santa. I really, really like that. That's the... That's the one I, I heard, and I was like, okay. Like I said, it's still there. Why you just can't package it all up like you used to? We've heard songs where, all right, Drake is still there. But when you get a full album, it's like, man, the sequence. And I'm like, fam, I'll definitely edit this album, man. 23 songs, come on, man. You can't have the good shit scattered around like that. So, 7969 Santa, that's probably my favorite song on the album. Try It Our Best, I like. Screw the World Interlude, if you want to count that. Drew a Picasso, I really like. Members Only, featuring Party Next Door. It's good to hear those two those two guys together. Party Next Door, I'm, I throw in the towel, man. You ain't going to drop an album. You're not going on tour. What are you doing, Party? I see 
TikTok videos. He performing at Las Vegas pool parties with a hoodie and a, a hoodie on and pants. It's a Las Vegas pool party during the summertime. Why are you performing in a hoodie and pants? Party, come on, man. Do something. Damn. But I do like that song. <laughs> 8 a.m. in Charlotte. Time stamp Drake. He dropped this Thursday morning, I want to say. But even this, the bars wasn't barring like a timestamp song supposed to do. He was going crazy. I think the last verse I, I really, really like. But in terms of timestamp ranking, I think it's at the bottom. I still got Toronto, Calabasas, uh, Dallas, and New York before this, honestly. Shout out to Conductor Williams, Conductor on the production. And, um, yeah, West Side Gun album should be coming out soon, too, by the way, speaking of Conductor. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I do like Another Late Night featuring Yachty, but Drake has the first verse and the hook, so I don't really listen to Yachty's part of the song. So <laughs> I do like, I guess I like Drake portion of the song. I do like that. And the last one, the one that was like a buzzer beater for me, the end, Away From Home. I love when he talks, like when he raps, that's what I'm saying, back again. We see spurts of where it's still there, but if you just coasting along, you're not going to pay that much attention to the records that, okay, this is what this this part of my fan base want me want to hear from me. Away from home, those reflective raps. I love when he does that. So it's still there, just, man, he don't care about packaging it up and making a complete great album out of it. So out of 23 songs, I got a good 11. Of course, I'm going to edit it down. So when you ask me about this, but at the same time, it's like this album I had to cut down from 20-something songs. CLB I had to cut down. Scorpion I had to cut down. I didn't care about, honestly, never mind, I didn't care about her loss. So that's what I'm saying, man. It's time for a break, man. It's time for a break. You did enough in your career. You got all the accolades, whatever the case may be. You've been consistent enough. Take a break. Go back to the drawing board. Live life for one. Live like I'll say if you're taking a two-year break, that first year you shouldn't even think about music. I don't know what's hot right now. I don't know what the sound is because I'm not dropping no music. I do not care. That next year, peep in real quick, see what's going on. Okay. Go to the beach. Hmm, okay, I see what they doing. Hmm, oh, this, this the new guy? Um, this the new sound? Okay. This what Metro them doing now? Okay. But it's so improved on this album, man. You coasting. We finally got another J. Cole-Drake collab, and that what Drake do? Who the GOAT is me and somebody? And then that other somebody come on the next verse and say, I'm the Muhammad Ali of this scenario, and you come back, I got Nadine, Paul. Come on, man. Come on. So for all the dogs, Drake, I like the songs I like. The ones I don't care for, I don't care for. Overall, take a break, man. Take a break. Next up, Ohio State. We defeated Maryland 37-17. Started off slow like I expected. That was a horrible, horrible first half. Wow. Uh, offensive line definitely got exposed. Couldn't get no running game going. Chip Trainum. Travion Henderson was out. So Chip Trainum got most of the carries, 20 carries, 61 yards in the touchdown. Mayan Williams, six carries, 23 yards. 
But our offensive line couldn't get no push, man. And, of course, when our running game's not going, Kyle McCord, we had to rely on his arm. And eventually, Ryan Day, Heartline, they opened up the playbook. You got too many weapons to play so frittle like they was playing in the first half. Confusing. Kyle McCord, 19-29, 320 yards, two touchdowns. Marvin Harrison Jr. showed up as expected. Eight receptions, 163 yards, and a touchdown. Cage Stover, two receptions, 66 yards, one touchdown. We in the red zone needs to be either a run or look out for Cage Stover. <laughs> that what needs to be the scenario. But Marvin Harrison Jr. went crazy. We finally woke up in the second half. We've been the second half team for the longest. So, not surprising, but we got one over Maryland, 37-17. This upcoming Saturday, we got Purdue. I'm always scared of them. They beat us a couple years ago. I don't care what their record is. That's a team, when we play them, I'm always a little bit nervous. So, I think we'll handle business. Main key, offensive line, get some pushes, man. We need some running yards. We need to get the running game going, open up the passing game. So, our offensive line got to step up. That was the biggest issue I saw against uh, Maryland was our offensive line. So, get that situated. Defense looking great. Kyle McCord still looking a little shaky. We got to do a lot of improving because we got Penn State coming up after Purdue. So, yeah, Kyle McCord got to get it. Got to get it situated ASAP. But uh, also, WWE fast lane, just real quick. They took the titles off Judgment Day, the tag titles off Judgment Day, gave it to Jay Uso and Cody Rhodes. And what I got to say about that, when Roman Reigns come back, they don't even need to give him a script. Just let Roman Reigns talk. It's so much Roman Reigns can say. Roman Reigns ain't been seen since SummerSlam. He, he, got the, he got the belts, and he just been kicking it since SummerSlam. It's so much he can say that can really, if The Rock come back, The Rock comes back. Because what they got going on with uh, Cody Rhodes, Jay Uso, Bloodline, Judgment Day, Roman Reigns has so much he can say. Jay Uso, I beat you. Cody Rose, I beat you. Finn Balor, I beat you. Paul Heyman, why are we linking up with Judgment Day? You know what I'm saying? It's like they set it up for war games. It's like, come on. Are you telling me for war games it's going to be Judgment Day teaming up with Roman Reigns? You think Roman Reigns is going to team up with, with the Judgment Day? Come on, man. So still some head-scratching decisions. I'm just – whatever Roman Reigns on, I'm on. That's how I'm looking at wrestling right now. Whatever Roman Reigns on, that's what I'm on. And I ain't been tuned in like that. I just saw Fastlane, but I ain't been tuned in like that. I've been watching football, but wherever Roman Reigns on, that's what I'm on. You know what I'm saying? So that's on that. Jade Cargill, she made an appearance at the pre-show. She signed over from AEW. Edge, he's out of WWE. He's went, he went to AEW. So like I said, I mean, with both companies now, we can see a lot of things changing and moving. We saw it with Cody Rhodes a couple years ago. See it with uh, Edge going over, Jay Cargill. So, that's just the way of wrestling. Now, I like it. I like it. I want to see what they do with Jay Cargill. I say NXT first for a minute, but, I mean, do you want to just ride in the way while it's hot? But in terms of in-ring, I definitely think she should be in NXT for a minute first, honestly. Uh, Seth Rollins beat Nakamura. Uh, what else happened? Uh, what other tag team match? It was another tag team match. That had, uh, Cena and L.A. Knight. They won, they match. So, yeah, some things going on. But, like I said, I ain't really been that tuned in because, of course, Monday night, you got Monday night football and SmackDown on Friday. So, we'll see. We'll see how it goes leading up to war games. But I still stand on whatever Roman Reigns on, that's what I'm on. 
you know what I'm saying, so much he could say coming back. Is that the way they're doing that story? It just, I'm, I just, I just want to see what they're gonna do. I want to see what they're gonna do with it. But uh, yeah, this has been episode 229 Stash House Podcast. Thank y'all for tuning in. Everybody, go out, have a safe week. Be aware of your surroundings. Pay attention to the weather. Temperature done dropped a little bit, so pay attention to that. And keep me in prayers. I do the same for y'all. Salute. Thank you.